your sporting news, reviews and previews. This is the Sports Desk. Welcome to the Sports Desk on your Monday evening. It's the Monday, the 28th of August. We are almost on the eve of September. It's going to be an exciting time. Um, Sam and Hennett, of course, joined by Jerry and Jason Evans. And a nice surprise appearance from James Worth. What's going on, guys? How are we? James Worth? What are you doing here? <laughs> what am I doing? I've got no idea. Who? What, what, who? What's his station? Who? This That's is Sam, of course. Yes, that is Sam. Jerry, the sports desk. If you're tu- if you're tuning in for the first time, this is probably our most exciting period of mm. shows uh, on the eve of AFL finals. This it is the is most the excited you'll ever see. Creme Sam as de la well. creme. <laughs> the most excited you'll ever see Sam in your life. It as is well. true, uh, and we will we will get to that <laughs> because I've never done a show or broadcast anything or made any kind of content <laughs> for Carlton oh in God. September. So uh, beware. Um, but a massive congratulations first to Jerry. We spoke about on Friday. Did his nationals? Talk us through how it went. Oh, it was um, an honour to represent Victoria at, like, the biggest stage because, like, it was my first ever Nationals and, you know, first junior one, and I'll be opens next year. But flew in on the Thursday, Arvo, and then the race was on Saturday evening. So um, 4 p.m. prime time as the sun was coming down. So Stromlow, National Forest, beautiful course. I ended up coming... Um, Strombow? Stromlow, yeah. Oh. Stromlo, sorry, Stromlo. Yeah. Stromlo. <laughs> My mind was in other places. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I came 60th overall and um, 56 Australians. So we had a few Kiwis in there as well. Um, and, yeah, the Vic boys are really um, good blokes because the person who won, Thomas Diamond, um, we ended up um, having, like, a whole gathering afterwards. So, Love that. Yeah, the running culture is great. And Vic have um, demolished all the other um, state, so that's what you like. Big V <laughs> always wins. You contributed yeah. to the Big V's victory. Congratulations, so was Jared. Was it eight kilometres? And where yeah, was your was finish? Uh, so I finished 56 overall out okay. of about 80 competitors. So right on, Very good. good yeah, round of applause Good Jared. stuff. Right on. Cheers, boys. Appreciate it. It's always nice when the uh, sports desks have some great sporting achievements and they, look, they rank a bit high, lo- higher than my pub footy action. So. The pub footy adventures <laughs> and they continue into <laughs> September. They do, actually. Um, and we'll but, be keeping our eyes on that as yes, well. Yes, we'll and, get uh, into our news off the top. Uh, and we'll start off with uh, the AFL. We'll, we'll get into the deeper realms of it uh, as we break down later on in the show. But uh, a few news here. And we'll start off with the VFL. They played their wild card round for the first time. Uh, so it was a top 10 um, and the top six separated. So kind of like the NBA-style play-in kind of thing. Uh, so it was Collingwood who defeated Richmond by 75. Um, they will go through. And, of course, um, the Casey Demons, unfortunately, Jerry, was 101 point oh. <laughs> over the, the Kangaroos. Uh, but to be fair, look, there were the Demons kind of VFL experience is uh, maybe a bit questionable a with AFL the players. players mm. yeah. So it would have been hard. Brody Grundy spent most of the year down there. So That's true. Dominating down there. So they go through. And, uh, of course, their first final seri- uh, finals, week of finals sorry, is this week as well. Um, also in the, views, uh, the news, the AFL confirm score review change ahead of final series. The AFL introduced a second senior supervisor to the arc for every finals match in a bid to reduce the risk of another potentially season-defining score review error. 
happening during September. The second supervisor in the arc will have discretion to tell the field umpire to hold up play while a few full score review is being conducted, regardless of whether an on-field official has called for a review, which I think is a fantastic move. They should have already had that in already. Mm. Um, AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin said he was keen to avoid unnecessary prolonged stoppages in play and expected any ad hoc, any ad hoc review to take about 15 seconds. So, But we already saw, and as I predicted on Friday, We've seen a world record amount of, of um, arc reviews this weekend. Uh, the yeah. most I've ever seen, probably more than half a year, um, all in one weekend. But, I mean, if they are doing what it's supposed to be doing and we're seeing stuff that might probably be slowed back, I, I don't know. I, is that is it a good thing? Well, the result matters, though, because we yeah, saw it for Adelaide-Sydney games. So as long as it like gets a result, then I don't see any problem. Okay. Um, and also, last bit of AFL here for the moment. Um, Laura Kane has been announced as the new general football manager. She's been there uh, as an interim position filling Brad Scott's role um, before he moved on to uh, Essendon. But... Uh, Yes, that's been filled now uh, for the finals, which uh, is interesting. Any news stories from you, Jerry? Yes, yeah, so Budapest Athletics World Championships. So first time two Aussies um, were on the podium ever in history. So Eleanor Patterson and Nikola Olislagis um, claimed silver and bronze. So they both jumped 1.99 metres in the high jump. Um, and the winner was a Ukrainian. So Muhacic... Um, was the only jumper to clear 201. Um, so congrats to her. Obviously very emotional with all the stuff going on right now. So it's great to see the Aussies flying the flag there in Hungary. Yep. Uh, the Dutch uh, F1 GP. It's the ninth win in a row for Max Verstappen. Red Bull cannot be stopped. They've won all, all season, right? I think they've it's jaded every, Jimmy, this. They've, they've won every single race. It's well, Oh, I hate it. Is that why he stopped watching can't be bothered, man. <laughs> like, it's just it's just not fun anymore. The only thing that's interesting is Pierre Gasly got a podium um, for... What are they called now? They're not called Alpine. Are they called Alpine? Yeah, I think they're called Alpine. That's how much I've been following the sport. Mm. Um, whatever old racing point was, um, that, that's all I know. So he, he got a podium. But interesting um, news was that uh, Daniel Ricciardo obviously... Uh, if, if you've if you've been watching the news in practice, two broke his uh, broke his arm because he didn't see Oscar Piastri, fellow Australian, uh, die or crash into the wall at one of the uh, left embankments. So he went straight into the wall, and his uh, his steering wheel like shifted extremely, like to the left, which flipped his right arm and it broke his wrist. Um, and he's you know, people, people are saying he's probably going to be out for six weeks, which is probably, what, two or three rounds. We've still got, I reckon, he'll have about five rounds to go. Um, but he's, you know, everyone was like, oh, is he going to be out for the season? Because apparently it was a pretty bad break and he's got, you know, rods in his arm and everything. Oof. But the way that all, all his caption was on Instagram was this ain't a setback, it's just a part of the comeback. So I kind of love that from him. Um, he's, re- he's very poetic, poetic with his, uh, with his words. and uh, Does it all with a smile as oh, well. he's great. He's so good. <laughs> Uh, just a cheap plug for Jimmy if he's a bit jaded by motorsport. There is a lot of great local motorsport and In Pit Lane returns this Thursday on Channel 31 and I'm crewing for that starting Tuesday. So uh, there you go. In Pit Lane. In Pit Lane. Um, The FIFA World Cup rankings were released over the last couple of days and 
I don't understand how these work. I really don't. Mm. How Australia has now fallen out of the top ten. We are now 11th. Yeah. After semi-final berth. Yep. So it was, it was all because we lost in the, in the bronze medal match. But I, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It should be how far you go and the opponents that you've been facing. Uh, I, I don't think it and should despite be this campaign, goal difference dropped. or something stupid. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand that. So Sweden, who didn't win, uh, are now top. What? Spain a second. USA third, who got knocked out pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. but you can't, like, I, I right, understand They moved them down a little bit. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're angry. No, of he's course I'm angry. venomous, actually, yes. Yeah, he's a bit venomous. <laughs> I mean, he can't be venomous about Carlton, so that's one thing he's got to keep venomous. Um, <laughs> well, I lost yesterday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's amazing so, Sam is still angry. Like, I mean, Manchester yeah, City complete the treble, Carlton in the finals, but goodness me. Yeah. Melbourne City anyway. win the Premier's plate for a third time in a row. Wow. And he's still... Uh, He's still angry. It's all right, but mate. no, that it's is strange to drop a few places, even though yeah, it's, it's a semi-final it's, run. You know, I, I, you kind of can compare it to the tennis and the ATP tour and the world rankings. In that, how you know, if you win a Grand Slam, you don't necessarily go to number one in the world. Like Nick Kyrgios, I think moved only when he when he reached the Wimbledon final. So coming okay. second, he only moved two places. I think oh, he moved well, up to twelfth okay. in the world. Mo- moving up, I can understand, but moving down for the Matildas mm. seems mm. wrong. Seems very wrong. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not all over it, but like it, it might come down to goal goal difference ratio as well. Like X amount yeah, of goals really, scored. Who cares? And, yeah. We got through. They got knocked out. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> Sam's one eyed opinion. Um, oh, there's, this, there's there's something very very quickly that I want to uh, just touch on, which has been pretty funny today. Um, Geelong had their Mad Monday. Well, that was a bad voice Ooh. crack. Um, had their Mad Monday today at the Wharf Hotel in Geelong. Oh, yes. Um, oh, some this. of this stuff was absolute gold. So um, so Tom Tom Hawkins and Cam Guthrie uh, went as goalposts, and Isaac <laughs> yes, Smith okay. dressed as Ben Keys. Um, Billy Brownless was hired for the event for the approximate two seconds he was needed. Hired? That's a lie. He turns as, uh, up for nothing. As, yeah, as the goal umpire. So, uh, and it was quite funny because Isaac Smith just absolutely kicked it straight to the middle of the sticks. But then Billy Brownless has still pointed to the point post and looked at it, oh, and he's just gone for review, to, to a review. Um, Grian Myers, this is my favourite one of the whole thing. So Grian Myers dressed up as Leo Messi, and Max Holm dressed <laughs> up as uh, Fox Footy's Jared Waitley, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic, and holding the tweet that he never tweeted that, and it's false, and it's a false news. Yes. Uh, so because if you don't know what happened, that uh, there was a bit of a bit of a tweet that came out from Jared Waitley. I mean. A fake looking quote. Yeah, so that uh Brian Myers was the was the Lionel Messi of the <laughs> AFL. So Geelong have absolutely taken advantage of that. I think that I think that's just hilarious. It's, it's so good. It, it, it's it was funny. Like um that that was funny, that story. It blew up bigger than it probably should have because uh, anyone who reads it obviously knows that's not really what he it's thinks. It's great. Uh Ted Lasso as well. I, um uh, yeah, that was if fantastic. If you can identify that, those from the photo. Um, it was Shannon Neal and Mitch Hardy. Ah, very um, good. And then uh, my, my personal favourite, Mark O'Connor, the uh, the Irishman dressed up as Fred again, the uh, the yep. DJ. So he had his little DJ decks and his, uh, and his plug-in headphones and the jacket. Uh, and then Tom Stewart dressed up as, uh, oh, what's the, what's the UFC, uh, what's the UFC fighter's name? Uh Oh, Brock Lesnar. No, I don't know. Yeah, no. It's, um, <laughs> Just wanted to wears know. pink. Has has pink hair. He's oh, I don't know. None of us here follow I'll find UFC. It. I I'll think. Find Do you it. Mean? I'll find it. All right. Well, when we come back, FIBA World Cup to talk about next, um, and plenty of stuff. An yes. AFL twenty four round review yeah. uh, as well. I got and it. And then, uh, and then, 
Wow, a massive quiz at the end of the show. Yes, go on. Sugar Sean O'Malley. That's it. Great. Okay. Sugar Your Sean. home of sporting news, reviews, and meme reviews and here meme on the Sports <laughs> Desk. <laughs> All right, well... FIBA World Cup next. This is the Sports Desk on your Monday evening on Sin. Great Southern Land, Ice House, Ice House, sorry. Ice House. Ice House. Ice House. Reworking by Cassian, um, which I'm not normally that fond of remixes, but uh, not bad, not bad. Time to talk about the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, so lots been happening. Australia, um, I don't know what to say here, but we were a big chance against Germany yesterday, but we unfortunately lost 85 to 82 yesterday. Yep. Paddy Mills top scored with 21 points, six rebounds, five assists. Josh Giddy also helped us with 17 points. And for Germany, Dennis Schroeder just ripped us apart. He had 30 points, eight assists, and also low dropping 20 as well. The thing here is the final um, quarter where Germany went on a 10-0 run where Australia did peg it back to 81-all, but then there was a foul that I think Mills committed and then uh, Germany had a few free throws um, and then we lost the game there. But we face Japan next tomorrow at 9.15. It's a must win because Japan's won one game against Finland yesterday um, and also we've won against Finland as well. So whoever wins that game progresses through to the next stage as Germany is through with two wins. So thoughts there, boys? I did want to ask you, Jerry. Uh, do you have a little bit of optimism with Australia considering there was a victory over Finland to kick off the tournament? Yeah, well, I think like if Paddy Mills and Josh Giddy can keep combining like they have been doing, we could be a chance because Japan aren't the US yeah, like per se. So we should get through, hopefully. We haven't are been we playing bit, horribly. We've been shaken up though because the first half of probably the Finland, it, I, I mean, I had one eye on that game, the Finland game, and the, the first half was pretty bad. Um, kept them in the game a lot. Um, and then we straightened them out, and, but uh, I still think not a, not playing 100%. Uh, I mean, losing our injury... Um, uh, the man who's not come on to come to the tournament. Mm, yeah, Jock Lando, that's know, a big yeah. loss for for us, honestly, because mm. he's um he just signed a I think it was a thirty three million or US because of the Suns, right? like deal with uh, the Houston Rockets. Oh, Rockets! Yeah. He was at the Suns yeah. and he just went back to Houston, so that's a huge loss. That is a massive loss because he's he keeps the team together. Because in who's playing the senator role now? Do up Reef, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's struggling a little bit. So, what are you some know, other <laughs> countries that are impressing around the grounds? Um. Well, there's a few, like obviously the US are hard to beat. Um, Germany in our group um, is pretty hard as well, but um, it's hard to tell because you just have to wait till the group stage um, finishes and then the teams start, you know, progressing through. So, a couple of the other results from yesterday Dominican Republic over Italy, 87 to 82. Uh, Canada uh, smashed Lebanon, 128 to 73. Uh, Montenegro defeated Egypt 89 to 74 yesterday. Um, Angola defeated Philippines 80 to 17. Uh, Japan 98 over 88. Finland, a 10 point win for them. Uh, Lithuania over Mexico 96 to 66. Uh, Latvia over France 88 to 86. Close one there. And then today, uh, China will play South Sudan at 6 o'clock right after we finish. Venezuela will take on Cape Verde the same time. New Zealand will face Jordan 645, Ivory Coast and Iran tonight, uh, as well as Georgia and Slovenia. Puerto Rico, Serbia, Greece and USA, 10.40. Brazil, Spain, 11.30 on Friday. I think the one you've got to look out for um, is Serbia. Oh, today, sorry. 
It's all right. I, I think the one you got to look out for, and the, the 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 dark, I wouldn't say dark horse, because I've got quite a few players who have, um, you know, made their names in the Euroleague. Obviously, they've got Doncic. They've um, even they've, at like the Olympic level. Was exa- like, exactly yeah. right. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can, you know, sleep on sleep on um, Serbia. But it's surprising that France has, uh, you know, lost their first two games. They've got some very very good players in their team, um, and we did obviously come up against them in the bronze medal match uh, at the Olympics, but. I think yeah, I, I I do agree with you, Jerry. Like you got you do have to wait for the group stage games to be over. But I think that the the teams that I'd be looking out for, like USA, that they've got a very weak side. I think that they haven't brought they haven't brought their strongest team, mm. uh, so that they can definitely be exposed. So they've only they've, look they've got one win. Um, they won that by twenty seven points. But I yeah, I think Serbia is the one to look out for. The Dominican Republic's actually quite good, but their group is very very weak. Uh, I don't know how we're going to go against Japan. It's, oh, it so makes me nervous. Tomorrow, 9, 10 p.m., is it just to jolt up the bum that we need in the, in those Serbs? Just because we, it's a must-win now. Because, um, yes, you can go into group stages com, you know, complacent, especially mm. if you're a team that always you know gets through. Don't want an early exit and come back with no medals because no, we you, are a really good side. We, we should be... I mean, like, yeah, Germany just played really well, and we just didn't play as good as we as as, as we yeah. normally do. And it's, yeah, you you could you could tell they were underdone with something, and I th- don't think you can rely on Gideon Mills to do everything. You gotta you gotta Matisse Thybul yeah. needs to lift. Yeah, he's like he's he season. was weak against Germany, yeah. and you know he's, he's 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 playing for Philly, and he's actually you know very very good, mm. and he's a very prominent player is in that, that Portland team. Portland now, he got traded. He, that yeah. is no. He, when did he? When did he get traded to Portland? Like end of the season, I'm pretty sure. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Either way, he's been he's been insane for Australia as well in that in that Olympics run. Um, he hasn't been used as much, and as well, the per, the other guy who I think should be used more is Dyson Daniels. He hasn't he hasn't been given much of a run at all mm. for Australia, and I think that he should be given a little bit of a run because if you're trying to you know exert every option that you've got, you sh- you should be going into your bench and going into your mm. bit of a back roster and seeing who you can get. Um, anything else from you, Jerry? Paddy's not getting any younger. <laughs> yeah, it's scary, eh? Yeah. Wow, is he really that old? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, Australia, 9, 10 p.m., must, must win game in the FIBA World Cup uh, That's in tomorrow Japan. tomorrow night, right, Sam? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah. night. All right. When we come back... AFL Round 24 Review, the final home and away season. We'll dissect it all. But but for the man in the oh studio, God. James, right now, um, a long time ago, a year to the date, Here the final, oh, the final home and away season last year yeah. was a very hard show. The Monday I came in after Carlton were exited. Yeah. And there was a lot, a lot of material thrown at me by the Bombers fans in the studio. Oh, no, he's dug it up. It he was had three no vultures, that studio. No way you've dug this up. Are you so, so, you're kidding me. So, in dedication of that, Green Day, wake me up when <laughs> September ends for the Bombers fans. For the Bulldogs fans class. Well. That is class. <laughs> we'll be back with the AFL Summer next. Summer has come and passed. The innocent can never last. Green Day, wake me up when September ends on the sports desk on your Monday evening. And that's for, well, the Mamas fans. 20 years. And all who are partying mad Monday today. 20 years. And the Dogs fans. 20 year anniversary. And the Richmond fans. Whilst winning the final. Oh. 
That's next year, actually. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years. All right, time to get into some AFL. Alrighty, the um, um, breaking news. Breaking news: the uh, All Australian nominees have just been announced from all eighteen clubs. Um, from Adelaide, I'm running these very, very quickly: Jordan Dawson and Tex Walker from Brisbane. And we got Harris Andrews, Charlie Cameron, Joey Danaher, and Lockie Neal from the Blues. Your boy Sammy Boy, uh, Paddy Cripps, Charlie Kerno, and Jacob. Weedering. Um, from Collingwood, they've got the most with five. The Dacos brothers, Jordan Dugowie, Darcy Moore, and Isaac Quainor. From Essendon, Kyle Langford, Zach Merritt, and Mason Redman. From Fremantle, Luke Jackson, Luke Ryan, and Caleb Sarong. From Geelong, just Tom Stewart. From the Gold Coast Suns, Noel Randerson. Three from the Giants, Stephen Cornelio, Tom Green, and Toby Green. Uh, Luke Bruce, Jai Newcomb, and James Sicily for the Hawks. Uh, Christian Petrarca and Jack Viney for the D's. Nick Larky for uh, for North. You'll like that one, Jerry. Yeah. Well done, mate. Um, Super lucky. Zach, Zach Butters, Dan Houston, and Connor Rosie for the Power. And just the one of Dustin Martin for the Tigers. Rowan Marshall, Jack Sinclair, and Callum Wilkie for the Saints. Nick Blakey Liam. and Errol Goulden for um, the Swans. And I'm pretty sure Errol Goulden's lining up a nice... Uh, he's getting his jacket fitted because he's definitely going to be in that yeah, All-Australian squad. Oscar Allen yep. for the West Coast Eagles. And the Bont, Tim English, and Libba for the Western Bulldogs. So that's... That team will be announced. Um, Not bad. What just over the top thing is? Oh, is it tonight? The awards? Th- well, the AFL, oh, Wednesday, oh, no, Wednesday, sorry. Wednesday, Wednesday AFL awards. Wednesday AFL this week? awards. I think so. Okay. Um, well, round twenty-four has been and gone. The final home and away uh, season, and uh, it started off on Friday night, uh, and it was Collingwood absolutely. Destroying Essendon. Uh, I was pretty wrong in my <laughs> predictions that they called thought... it a big game. Oh, no, I know. I honestly thought, but maybe you could end with some positive. Well, how about you but, listen uh... to me, Sam? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I tipped sixty-six points. I was four points off. Oh, oh wow, that's actually not bad. Yeah, Pff, what a game. This is um. Oh yeah, it just it just didn't look like we tried. We didn't turn up, and Collingwood just were in fourth gear the whole time. They did not even bother to get out of fourth gear. Yep. Um, My check with three goals, one, Ginnivan, three goals, uh, Sam Wiedemann, two, uh, Jamie Elliott, uh, two goals, he was subbed, uh, we'll get an injury update um, at the end here, uh, Kyle Langford, one goal, four, disposals wise was 36 for Zach Merritt in a losing game, uh, Tom Mitchell, 33 and a goal, uh, Laverde, 31, Parrish, 29, um, and uh, Jordan Goey, 27. But, yeah, you're right. It was probably something Collingwood wanted to uh, enter into the final series. Nothing to... See you in the grand final, manage. Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's looking like that. I think that, yeah, it was it was just not a great performance by Essendon, and I'm very harsh on the way that, like, disposal counts with metres gain. But to be fair, Zach Merritt, with his 36 touches, he metres gain was 590. So that's in the upper echelon, in the elite of the AFL. Yep. Um yeah, I think Collingwood just wanted to get through this game risk-free and yep. fingers crossed that that, uh, that, that injury is not too bad. Yeah, uh, Essendon, they're a cancer on the AFL and the supporters oh, just infected wow. even more, in my opinion. Wow. That is... Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's very that up. interesting. Yeah, yep, we'll clip, clip that, that up. out. That's, uh, cancer on the AFL, the Bombers. Wow. Do you think... Long like, off-season for them because it's not the way you want to finish uh, those last few games. GWS the week before. Nah, it hurts. You, you, it would, and it's strange to think that you had a chance to make the eight. Yeah, no, we, they we didn't were, have a chance. We were fifth. Didn't um, have a chance about five weeks ago, and just 
I don't know. Didn't have a chance. All right. Sad day. We'll move on to the guard handle it anymore. Hawthorne Fremantle. Uh, and Fremantle won by 37 points, 8856 to 14993 at the MCG. At the um, MCG. <laughs> now, Miss, three goals, one. Luke Bruce, two goals, one. Uh, Tr- Tracy, two goals, one. Michael Walters, two goals, one. Uh, Emmett for Frio as well. Brayshaw, 33. Sarong, 32. Well, day 30. Um, Nice for a Fremantle finish, but it makes you think, like, they've left it a bit late. Like That's a surprising result, I'd say. You were at yeah. that game, Jimmy. Uh, I would, I would yeah. have was, it, was it a surprise to you? Yeah, so I was doing um, boundary commentary for a radio station in Perth and watching the game intently. Like, that's the most focused I've been on a football match in my life. Um, and even though it was pretty much a dead rubber, uh, you could you could see the intent of Fremantle and the way that they were – like, the, their forward runs were – not like Fremantle in the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think that, yeah, they you, you you want to get a win in the last game of the season. And I was it was very interesting to see that Sam Mitchell was on the bench riling up his his um, his troops and, you know, really encouraging them. Like they, they were making a few errors and they weren't doing too well, you know, three uh, second quarter and the third quarter. But he was getting around him. He, every time they were coming off the bench, he was tapping them up. He, he was getting around them, everything like that. So there was there was good energy there. But the one thing, I spoke to Caleb Sarong post-game um, in regards to what like their goals were throughout the season. And the one thing that I found fascinating, that with these teams who don't make the eight and they're setting goals as a playing group, that their, that their goal was and their mentality towards the last, I think it was six games of the season, they came together in round... Um, I think it was around 16 or 17 and said, what are we going to do? Probably not going to make a final, but how are we going to make a good end to the season? They said that like, the way that they did it is they narrowed it down to why they got drafted, who they are, and the lead up to what happened before they got drafted. That's the reason that they're playing for Fremantle and to bring back the passion that they had when they were, when they were a kid and why they loved playing the game before it became work for them. And it's genuinely like helped them, but I think that the last six weeks has genuinely been better for them than the rest of the season. So I think next year they need to have a better mentality going towards the start of the season rather than the last six weeks. And positives for Hawthorne as well. I think, yes, they didn't finish this one off as nicely as they would have, but their last five or six weeks has been fantastic um, and they have good signs long into next year. Got to be one of the most exciting teams to finish 16th. Yeah. Yeah, in that's a good call. History, actually. Good call. They got they, they got a few very good players. I like Lloyd Meek, who came on as the substitute. He was there for some reason. You have a ruckman as your substitute. He was fantastic. He came on um, and made a bit of a difference in the ruck. He was literally his first his first touch was a tap that led to a goal. So promising really? signs for Hawthorne, Yeah. Uh, We're happy to report this next one, Sam. Yes. Now, (laughs) straight to Jerry with it because North Melbourne defeated the Gold Coast Suns 2012-132 to 14-13-97. First game over 100 points for the year as well for the Kangaroos. Well done. (laughs) First first win since round two. Oh, jeez, yeah. I was struggling. No Harley Reid. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. We needed a win because we've been so close on so many occasions this season and we're much better side than West Coast, as you could tell with that Suns game. Unfortunately, I missed the game because of Nationals, but to see Suvlaki kick nine goals free and get that All-Australian selection is just incredible. Eddie Ford, rising star nominee, three goals. And with disposals, Bailey Scott, he could win our best and fairest this year. Another 30-plus um, game. Sheasel, most disposals in our history ever. Wow. In his first year, 29 touches. Jai Simkin... Um, leading by example as well for goal in 29. So the Suns, you know, just got torched in Hobart. Yep. 
this fortress down there in Hobart yeah, sometimes. No, I, and, and as, as bad as the year has been for the Roos as well, I still think they're lots of positives. You uh, got a war chest of a coaching panel to mm. have a Ratten in there as well and Clarko ready to go. Do you go full time next year? Because he's only been, he's only in um, at North part time yeah. at the moment. Well, I'm not sure. Unless the Hawthorne investigation finishing, he'll have less pressure as well. Yeah, so. I don't reckon they'll be able to draw him back from the farm. He's too obsessed with that farm. He's got. <laughs> I don't know if North if North get up and about, we'll see. Um, He'd be a good addition as an assistant coach. Oh, it, it'd be massive! So congratulations to the Roos fans. Well done to Eddie Ford for getting a rising star nomination yes, as, well. as well. That was great. Mm. Next game we've got Brisbane and St Kilda. This was a this was a very interesting one for all parties involved in the top four, um, and that and that top six in terms of getting your first elimination final. Yep. Um, Lions getting the job done by twelve points, nine eighteen seventy two to nine six sixty. We, Lions should have put this away way earlier. Well, we said on Friday it was going to be a game of inertia, a movable force, <laughs> opposing forces, an attacking style Brisbane mm. versus a very defensive style St Kilda. Mm. But with a low um, scoreline, seventy two to sixty, you'd think the defensive measures of St Kilda that <clears throat> definitely hamstrung that. I mean, Brisbane had a lot of behinds though, so true, yeah. very true. Joe Danaher kicking two goals, eighteen three. behinds. That's not. Good enough. Yeah. Kai, Kai Lowman kicking zero two. Charlie Cameron two two. It's all these little just like one percenters where you where you kicking just one point. Connor McKenna getting one. Eric Hipwood getting zero goals one. Lockie Neal getting zero goals one. It's all mm. just these little one percenters that they just like. To be honest with you, I think that that's if they're going to struggle and they go out in straight sets, that'll that's what'll hurt them. It's always cost them. Yeah, yeah, but they've I mean, got a gap though, scoring, so they've got that advantage. They've got the a big game. Yeah, has been an issue. They've for them. got a. To be, like okay, big game at the Gabba, fair enough. Yep. But like, it's against Port Adelaide, and mm. Port Adelaide are one of the best kicking teams in the league. That'll so. be the most exciting final, I think. But we've got to do that we'll on Friday. That That'll later. be our roundtable <laughs> discussion <laughs> Lock, on Friday. Lockie Neal, thirty disposals. Sinclair for St Kilda, thirty. Uh, Brad Crouch, twenty six. Jared Berry, twenty five. Um, it was interesting. Um, yeah. If Liam Cole, our resident Saints fan, is listening, I think he'd be oh, reasonably content with that result, at yeah. least limited to seventy. So. Means at least their defence systems work. And now, how many in a row is that at the Gabba for uh, Brisbane now? That it's surely a lot. They no, haven't lost there sure all season. Right. I think they've only lost about three games in the last two, two or three years at the mm, Gabba. But we'll fact check us. If you know the facts, sports test sin on Instagram DMs. <laughs> um, Geelong and the Western Bulldogs played out on Saturday night. This was satisfying. Um, and a 25-point win to the Dogs in the end. Uh, I was surprised the Cats managed to hold out for so long. And <laughs> But, I mean, the way the Bulldogs started, too, wasn't, wasn't great at all. So they yeah. really fell over the line there. The dogs. When the halftime siren went, I was prepared to come in on Monday and say, which team did it look like were vying for a final spot? And it would have been, oh, I reckon the answer would have been Geelong, but then they turned um, around within a yep. minute and a half, Sam. 11 13 79 to 16 8, 104. Uh, disappointing for the dogs because the other results they needed didn't go their way. Ollie Henry, three goals, two. Aaron Norton, three goals, two. Thought big game from him. Uh, Rory Lobb, three goals as well. Tyson Stengel, two goals, one. Adam Trelaw, two, and Cody Waitman, two. Disposals-wise, Isaac Smith in his final game, one goal, one, and 36 disposals. He played well. Massive, massive from him. Adam Trelaw, 33. Tom Libertore, 32. Bont, 31. Tom Stewart, 29. And Ed Richards, 29. So, interesting one. Uh, Ge- Geelong, one of um, Jerry's predictions that he got right, that they weren't going to make the finals. Um Congratulations, Jerry, for getting that it's right. It's good by way of finishing, I think. So, yeah. I think Geelong, they, they showed up um, 
when you looked at who they were resting. Mm. Um, and it will be interesting to see them into next year to see where where they go. But it's an ageing, ageing, unbalanced yeah. list now that gonna I think is going to be. I reckon yeah. one more year as finals contenders, and then from twenty twenty five onwards is when the questions will start coming. Um, we move on to Adelaide Oval. Uh, sorry, Optus Stadium. And it was the Crows by 45 points in the end. Looked early on, the Eagles were right in the game, but uh, they just got blown out of the water. Um, it 12, was one in the fourth. 12 6, 78 to 17, 21 123. A massive nine goals, four for Tex Walker, but it wasn't enough to claim the Coleman medal this year. <laughs> That's wild. It's- Goes out and kicks nine. <laughs> Nearly kicked his tenth with about two minutes left. He That's missed. Um, Oscar Allen, four goals, one. Jack Darling, uh, three goals, one. Jack Darling missed from 15 metres out in the final quarter. <laughs> Brutal. Mm. Uh, Josh Rochelle, three goals, one. Disposals wise, Rory Laird, 37. Uh, Tim Kelly, 35. Matt Crouch, 31. Um, yeah, interesting. I think I think the Crows had some built-up anger that they're not going to be playing in a fortnight's time, um, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I think we'll see big positive rise from the Crows again next year. That was one of my early predictions this year, that they'd rise up. Uh, and the Eagles got a lot to work on, I think. Um, I reckon in 2024, Adelaide, Sam, you would have been a year ahead of the curve. I think you've got a good point. You're on to a yeah. good one there. We'll play finals next year, for sure. Yeah, 100%. They've got they've got a very good young list, and I think that they've they've got what it takes. But they just didn't have that edge for a, a, a few vital games in this season where they just dropped. Um, they could have easily been playing finals, but that's footy. I mean, you don't take your chances. You don't make finals. Sunday it was another interesting game. Port Adelaide over Richmond at the Adelaide Oval by thirty one points was back and forth, goal for goal for most of the game and a rare game to start at 12pm Adelaide time. You don't see that very often. Um, and it was a massive game for Evans. Three goals, uh, no relation to Jason. <laughs> no, none. <laughs> uh, Willie Rioli, two goals, three. Shai Bo- Bolton, two goals, three. Went down with an injury as well. Uh, Power Pepper, two goals, one. Uh, disposals, Connor Rosie, a goal and 33 disposals. Dustin Martin, a goal and 33. Maybe his last game for Richmond. You think so? 100%. Gold Coast? 100%. Okay. Butters, 30 disposals. Houston, 27. Uh, Tom Dow. Is that his name, Tom Dow? Yeah. 27 for him. So, um, gallant effort from the Tigers, but, uh, well, the power just rolled on. I'll tell you what, Dusty played so well. Like he was, he was a shining star for Richmond yesterday. I think that he he really showed his quality, and I think that um, Dimmer will be absolutely licking his lips at that. Hit. Like there's, <laughs> there's still more in the tank with Dusty. I, I don't, oh, without yep. a doubt, with, like if if you honestly think that he's going to retire when he's he's putting up performance with thirty and one in the last he game did, of the he season, he did have a, a low early in the season. He, it's taken him a while to get his game back he's, going. He's back though, he's and back? I think that yeah. you know if he if he gets some good conditioning coaches in the off season, he goes up to the Gold Coast, gets a nice tan, gets some nice <laughs> fake teeth, of veneers. He'll, 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 be, he'll be right to go. He'll fit right in. But Port Adelaide are a force, and I think that they're going to cause. Um, they're going to cause Brisbane some real, real problems up at the Gabba if they play well as, as well as they did. A I think real if they, high voltage clash. If they keep their points down and they get their kicking more accurate, I think they'll be very, very good. Uh, Swans and Melbourne. It was Melbourne by 21 points at the SCG. Uh, just finishing up those top preliminary, uh, preliminary positions, uh, securing them up and a. 
well, it wasn't enough. St Kilda, uh, sorry, Sydney won at a home final, uh, but they had to win that. Bailey Fritch back in the team and five goals. Good time to peak for Bailey Fritch, mm. especially with Melbourne's forward line being an um, inconsistency throughout the season, not knowing who is the man to go through. But if it's Bailey Fritch, well, look out. He was looking very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Melksham got injured. Uh, we'll go through that as well. Two that's goals, sad. one for him. That's a devastating one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Errol Goulden, two goals. Luke McDonald, one goal, three. Kaiser Pickett, one goal, two. 42 disposals and two goals for Errol Goulden. Amazing performance. Callum Mills, 30 and a goal. Petrarca, 29 and a goal. Viney, 29. Oliver, 25. Tussle, on. tussle, but uh, wow, Melbourne hitting their straps, hitting their straps. Just as I, I, I mean, it was always questioned. I, I don't think I ever fully doubted them, but mm. um, hitting what they want to right now. Yeah, you, you is this wanna, the D's or the Swans, Sam? The D's. Yeah, D's. This is the form you want to get into. Like you don't want to, you don't want to peak too early, and I think they're peaking at the right time. And the final <laughs> game of the round. Step away from the mic. Yep. Yeah, mm, all right. 11 7 to 16-9, 32-point win to the Giants. But it was a weird feeling at the end of the game. I honestly wasn't flat, and I wasn't overly excited either. Um, I think the, the Blues played out the first quarter, got Charlie's Coleman, and then put their gear in the washing machine ready for a fortnight's time, I think, what's happened. Um, uh, and, well, we had nothing to play for other than that, but the Giants had a massive spot to play for, and they, arguably going into this round, were the second most formed team in the comp right now. Is it just me, or do the Giants look really good? They did. Like, they look, they look really good. Like Adam Kingley, Kingsley's got them right. They I don't were know what's in the water. Really doubted the first start up. of the year. Yeah, they're playing really good footy and they're playing clinical footy. Like it's not, it's not like they're showing up and just getting a scrappy win or they're blowing out and you don't take anything else from the game all other than they just kicked more than them. But like they're genuinely looking convincing. Like oh okay, this passage of play was very good and they could take it up to a team like a team like um, Melbourne or something like that. Question to the room. If Carlton and GWS meet again in a final, does the result go the other way, Jerry? Well, it depends where the final is. If it's in Sydney, then I don't see Carlton beating them there. But if it's in Melbourne, then Carlton. Interesting. Yeah, if it's at the G, then I'll win. Toby Green, four goals, two. Charlie Kerno, three goals. Jake Riccardi, three goals. Caniglio, two goals, two. Um, Matt Owies, two goals, one. Interesting, at some points, um, St Kilda fans were watching intent because <laughs> they could have lost a home final if uh, the uh, Giants kicked a couple of more goals. I think it was. It was right on percentage. We'll look at the final ladder as well. Tom Green, 35, another standout performance from him as well. Lockie Whitfield, 32. Sam Walsh back in. Uh, Cheeky, 28. Caniglio, 28. Kelly, 28. Uh, Nick Newman. Another great performance, 25. So, look, I'm not too concerned. Um, I think we're just, well, to come off a massive run and to get into a spot, a home final already set and go, and then we had to face a rampaging Giants who wanted a final spot. That's that's all well and good. And uh, we'll be breaking down the top eight on Friday for our round table discussion of the AFL finals where there are going to be a lot more big calls. And, Sammy, I can tell you I'll be pumping up the Blues a lot more on that day. Well. Collingwood finished on top on 72 in the final ladder here. Brisbane Lions second, 68 points. Port third, 68. Melbourne fourth, 64. Carlton fifth, 54. St Kilda sixth, 52. Giants, 52. 
uh, in seventh spot and rounding out the eight. The Sydney Swans, 50, missing out um, of the eliminated teams now on Mad Mondays. The Western Bulldogs, Adelaide Crows, the Essendon Bombers, Geelong, Richmond, Fremantle, Gold Coast Suns, Hawthorne, North Melbourne, West Coast Eagles. Jerry, give us some injuries, please. Yeah, there's a few injuries. We'll start off with Melbourne Demons. So her forward line has been struggling this year. Jake Melksham has um, averaged a goal and a half this season. Um, and he's done for the year, injuring that ACL after that incident against Sydney. So not good for um, the D's with um, Fritz back. And also Luke Dunstan in the VFL injuring his ACL as well. So both will be likely gone for next year as well, unfortunately. Um, Jamie Elliott, we're still waiting scans for his quad injury. He could miss the first final, but Darcy Moore is likely to return. Josh Battle with a concussion. It's a 12-day protocol, so he should be back for week one of the finals. Papley was a late withdrawal for Sydney um, with a tight hammy against Melbourne, so just resting him. He should be right for um, next week's clash. And Sammy Boy, Akers got cleared of that collarbone injury, right? Best news all day. Best news all day. All right. Now is time. Now, I've been working on this for a while because if you've been an avid sports desk listener, we, we bring it off the top. The final round of last year's home and away oh, season God. was one of the lowest points, lowest points for me. Um, and <laughs> what a ra- wild ride the 2023 home and away season was. And uh, we'll, let's live it again through the eyes of the sports desk. Quarter. Don't you love to see it? Set of clearances, hitting up targets. 
Where has this been? Who is this team? <laughs> I cannot believe it. I'm much sure was on the floor for that whole second quarter. We needed a response like that after so long, and it was just beautiful to see what the team is capable of, because I know they are capable of it. And uh, nice day at the G. Yesterday was nice to have a smile. I haven't had a smile since Good Friday. Two more wins in your right hand, Sam. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Sunday, Optus Stadium, Fremantle, V Carlton. Ten more win. We've not been able to do that in the game's gone past. Has the bump in the road. It wasn't something that the Bulls needed. I, I just know there's potential there. And there has been the teasers. That's why fans have been so frustrated this season. Uh, I really think, and you can check in me right now, that is the worst call of the season. The Blues have exceeded my expectations in that. I think can we get that clip I up? thought we would um, save for the future. Carlton v Port Adelaide, and suddenly this uh, makes things very interesting. Jerry, am I getting too excited? They are due for a loss to the pair. The Blues have been playing good footy, not footy that we played all year. Can the Blues, or am I, am I dreaming? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just think the Blues are done, mate. Like, <laughs> oh, no. And the siren is about to ring out around Marvel Stadium. It's absolutely marvellous if you're a Carlton fan. It's four in a row this season. It's been turned on Roll out the blue carpet. 50-point win over the team that had a 13-game winning streak. The Blues are back. Friday night footy is Collingwood and Carlton. Do I wish we had a full side to face this big team tonight, yes. But I think the way we've been playing the last couple of weeks, uh, breaking records. Sam and Hennon, Colin for me. I hope they napalm the boys tonight. Oh. Oh. Rich just like a bull, passing his way through there. Moore's got another one-on-one -on -one here. Martin almost opportunity. Not on. Directly in front. Kicks it. 30-point jump I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. It was a realisation to the rest of the footy world what this club has been brewing for so long. What can you smell what they're cooking? Well, yes, you can now.
He's never having no eye time. He's never happened in my lifetime. I don't know what's next now. He's got it and both ends of the ground. You know what, well, to be fair, we deserve that. Fair enough. <laughs> Tune well, into Friday for our round table discussion. You love a round table, don't you? Down. Round table discussions are what fuel the sports desk. Minute Monday's quiz. And now the sports capital becomes the quiz capital. It's the sports desk. Minute Monday's. No idea how to top what we just heard, but we're going to go back to the FIFA World Cup and let's go into oh, the wow. archives. Oh, thank you. World Cup champions reverse chronological oh, order. God. We're going to go men's and women's. We're going to start oh, with this no. year. Buzzing with terrible. your names if you know the answers. Right. So 2023 women's. James. James. Spain. Correct. 2022 men's. James. James. Argentina. Correct. Oh, 2019 no. women's. James. Jerry's got US. it first. Correct. 2018 men's. James. James. Um... France. 2015 oh. women's. James. James. USA. Correct. 2014 Jerry. names. Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Correct. 2011 James. James. USA. Japan. 2010 James. names. James. Spain. Correct. 2007 James. G- yes. USA. Germany. 20, 2006 men's. James. James. Italy. Correct. 2003 women's. James. James. USA. Germany. 2002 Jerry. men's. Jerry. Brazil. Correct. 1990 time. Jerry. Jerry. US. Correct. 1998 men's. Correct. France. Correct. 1995. Norway. That was a draw. We're skipping that one. Norway is correct, though. 1994 men's. James. James. Spain. Brazil. 1991 women's. Jerry. Jerry. US. Correct. 1990 men's. James. James. France. West Germany. Okay, can we have proper questions (laughs) next time? Well, no, that was. It was just a shouting match. I think Jerry won that. I think. I've lost count. The scoreboard is on screen on the Instagram feed. I've got written down here for James. I think it was a six to Jerry, but we've got the correct scores on screen. No, Jerry, Jerry takes that dump. I believe so. He's undefeated, Jerry. That was uh, this was the sports desk. That is insane. How do you know uh, 90s? We'll be back on Friday, 5 p.m. Um, and, of course, back Mondays, 5 p.m. Tune in then. Catch us on social media, Sports Desks In. I've been Sam and Hennett, Jerry and G, James Worth, and Jason Evans. Right